Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Appreciate all the Rybackers out there tuning in, stopping in for the live, streaming live, Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Greatly, greatly appreciate it, TikTok. Thank you. We hit over 2.9 million. We shot past it uh, yesterday. Uh, is that Doing the live at one of my posts go up to, I think it's up to 2 million, 1.9 or 2 million, and then it stopped. It slowed down and... Uh, so that's nice to get get a post on there going again. <clears throat> so I appreciate all the love and support. Three millions right around the, the corner. And uh, keep rocking and rolling. Hopefully grow the Instagram now that that it seems to be being seen a little better. Nowhere near what it what it needs to be. But it, it, at least some stuff is doing okay. And uh, so that that's that's promising as well. Ryback TV over here on YouTube. Always streaming live. Your questions, your answers, your not your answers, your super chats are brought up on the screen. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, pro wrestling, life, anything and everything in between. We're streaming live on Twitch at Ryback Rules. And also on Twitter, we do a, a live stream uh, that we keep up for a few days over there uh, at Ryback. Podcast is available on all podcast platforms as well. Your iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated. This show, this podcast, is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly. Available on feedmemore.com. And what says we're going to do a little plug real quick. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com. All right. Thank you guys for watching that. <laughs> we'll be plugging that in at the end of every show as well. I actually got to probably get that reformatted uh, to, to fit the whole screen. But, you know, we're just throwing some things in here. 
littlefeedmemore.com. So uh, check that out, all the coolest, latest new Ryback merch. And uh, we're waiting for the new website uh, to get to get done as well. And uh, I, I can't wait. We're going we're gonna to be moving forward and continuing to try to grow this thing and, and, and get bigger and better and get in more places. And I uh, keep giving you the best supplements on the planet. All right, let's get to some questions here today. I'm doing my 24-hour fast. <clears throat> that, yeah, Bill, it reminds me of Ryback, 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 Ryback rules. You can rule too for $24.99 on feedmemore.com. The, uh, that music, though, it just, it, it, the high energy. It, when I was uh, listening to that, when the team did it, I, I, I was laughing. It, I like it a lot. But it reminded me a, a little bit of that. The, uh, I, I could see me doing a voiceover. I should actually make another one. I'm actually going to send one to my guy. With I'm going to do a, a recording and have him plug it in with another little video that I could throw in that maybe that will be the, the plug for the middle of the show. And then I'll have the one at the end of the show. And, uh, and then I do my upfront plugs with that. And then I have a quick little teaser in there in the middle because not everyone stays through for the whole show, right, with that. So because at the end of the day, that's my business and that's what everything revolves around. Uh, and then I make myself available to you guys to try to to help as much as I can on anything into your questions. Sometimes it's just pro wrestling nonsense. And I say nonsense in the sense of like just answering sometimes some repetitive questions, which I actually enjoy with that as well, because it, it is whatever you want to ask. Right. But I, I do I do dig when we get stuff outside of that a little more as well. And it's always good. Some shows I'm like, yeah, that felt that was a really nice show. And others I'm like, yeah. You know, it's it's just all the ebb and flow of the show goes where the questions go. Uh, Derek, the oil boy, uh, now uh, today is go Ryback. Do you know David Otunga? If are you asking if I know if da- David Otunga uses oil or Derek, the oil boy? I am concerned that your obsessive nature of always asking about about pro wrestlers and baby oil. I know it's your dream and your passion to be an oil boy for the team WWE, but you know, um, yeah, a lot of people telling me a lot of random facts today. Uh, did I know that Adam Sandler and Kevin James are great buddies? I didn't know that, but I'm not shocked. Two funny guys. I, I like both of those guys a lot. I've never thought Adam Sandler was like absolutely hysterical, but I've always liked him. He's not like, uh, I don't know what it is, and, it, and this isn't like being – I don't laugh at his stuff, but I enjoy watching his stuff, if that makes sense. Whereas other people, like Kevin James will make me belly laugh, and then there's other comics that are just hilarious to me. Adam Sandler, though, like Happy Gilmore is one of my favorite movies. Billy Madison, I, I really enjoyed Billy Madison. But I'm not like – I don't know what it uh, – I just don't – I don't – he doesn't make me laugh. And I don't know that from other people, but like, I'm not like the type where like, I, I can't watch you. I just don't, I don't necessarily just laugh from it, but I, I, I am entertained still. It's an odd, it's an odd phenomenon that Adam Sandler, but I know there's a lot of people that, that absolutely think he's hysterical. And, and it's not that he's not funny. I don't know what it is. There's just something and everyone. We're all different. Right. You know? And, uh, but yeah, Kevin James, though, uh, King of Queens, loved him in that. Paul Paul Blurt, Mal, was it Paul Blurt Mall Cop? Loved that movie. 
let's see here. Uh, do I remember Big Show and Kane? Yes, I'm I'm 40 years old, guys, and I still look like I'm 32, right? I'm not I'm not like 80 years old. And then even then, if you're asking me this at 80 years old and I'm doing the Ryback show, and you're like, hey, Ryback, do you remember Kane and Big Show? Unless I have full-blown Alzheimer's, and I, which at that point, if I'm doing the show with Alzheimer's, we're in trouble. But but like if, if you're asking me that, like that's the only way I'm probably not gonna know. Or if like I had suffered a concussion for the first time in my life and immediately go, I'm going to go do the Ryback show while I'm concussed. And then you go, hey, do you remember Big Show and Kane? I might go like, who's that? But like me, normal me doing the Ryback show, not that far removed from everything. Ask me if I remember Big Show or Kane. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to answer your question. Uh Ryan Douglas, good. What was the skip uh, question? What was the skip Sheffield character supposed to be based on when you started NXT in, in 2010? Uh, so again, I've talked about this. That was I was Ryback prior, and Dusty, Dusty Undertaker. Um, I had to, I cut a promo on Undertaker. CM Punk and Undertaker and some other people were at the FCW arena one day. I was doing Terminator Ryback. I remember I just spent like five or six hundred dollars, which was a lot of money in developmental um, on new. It might even been more than that. That's just what I, I feel like I remember on this particular gray Ryback pants, leather jacket with the spikes. Um, and there might have been there might have been one little other a forearm, little forearm pad with that. But the jacket was really expensive. The vest was expensive to make because you had to pay for the vest and then get the work done on it. Um, which takes a bit of time, especially, you know, when you're not up on the main thing and and I didn't have, that was just the connection that I had looked great. Um, but I remember I had that done and I I wore the new gear and I cut a promo on the undertaker and, and I always dusty, I was, I was used really well, but I'd had, that was, um, before I, there was something undertaker went to dusty and I don't know if, they thought it was a Terminator-based character was too gimmicky, which at the time, and I'm just being honest, I thought it was completely uh, odd that a, a guy that was playing The Undertaker, and as much as I love and respect The Undertaker, thought a Terminator character was too gimmicky. That had gotten over previously, but I'm okay with that because I would much rather the evolution of my of me... And, and I was really mad for like one day as anyone like, you got to change your character and dusty and I had a meeting with dusty and I go, well, what do you want? I go, this is like, like, what do you want? You guys hired me as Ryback. Like, this is what this is like. And he, he goes, I want you to be like, cause they were hiring like some football players at the time. And, and a lot of them would come in for tryouts and they wanted, they wanted, they didn't know pro wrestling. And, and so he goes, and he, I do know pro wrestling because I, I grew up loving it and watching it, right? And Dusty goes, I know, he goes, you have a funny side to you. And, and he goes, I want to try to tap into this funny side because he goes, you've done just serious stuff since you've been in the system. And, and he goes, I know, you, you, I know you're a funny guy. And, and at the time, though, I was much more reserved. I wasn't as um, outspoken, but I was funny around people that I, I was comfortable with, right? Or attempted to be for the people. You're never funny, right back. Um, 
and, and he goes, I want you to be one of these big dumb football players that come in that don't that doesn't. He goes, you, you just you just just a just a just a just a big dumb football player, and uh, you know, he goes just a, a corn fed meathead, uh, happy go lucky, uh, and, and so, like baby face, and that was and so he gave me enough that I went home and uh, and I was thinking and 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 I, I was watching a WWE match. Um, and he, he goes, come up with a, a name that's kind of a little bit, a little silly, but a real name. Uh, and there was, and so I, I instantly thought of this guy, Skip, that I knew who was a, a, in the fire department. And when I lived in McDonough, Georgia, my first year in Deep South Wrestling, he was the nicest guy in the world, but he had this big, mean, very similar look to me, but he was older. And you could just tell, like, this guy was a real, like, he was a tough guy. But everybody loved and respected him, and his name was Skip. And people would call him Skippy, and I so that always stuck in my head of like the friendliest name for the toughest guy. That and I go Skip, Skippy, Skip. And then I'm watching the WWE, so I had Skip in my head, and I didn't know what. And I've always been big on the on the names that too, like you know Ryan Reeves, Ryback Reeves, whatever. You, like I, I the double R. I like names that with the first and last of the same start the same letter, and. Uh, and, and I'm watching a thing and on WWE and it had a commercial on the DVD that I had for Sheffield, England for the, whatever time period that, that, that was an older, one of the older, uh, DVDs and, uh, from an older pay-per-view or something. And I go Sheffield. I always loved Gary Sheffield, the baseball player. And then, so then I go skip Sheffield, skippy Sheffield, skip Sheffield. And I, so that, then I just kept saying the name to myself. So, and I had, I think I had, I don't know how much time I had. I maybe had a week to come up with this before the next promo class. And then in the shower one day, I'm in there. I'm just thinking, skip Sheffield, skip Sheffield. And then my, in my head, uh, I remember uh, Nick, Nick Mitchell, the guy, he was Mitch on the spirit squad. I lived with him briefly. He came from tough enough as well. When he lived with me, he always used to go, what it do, what it do. He was from Texas, Beaumont, Texas. So he'd always be, what it do? Ain't my problem. What it do? Whatever it was. So, so I go, what it do? And I, and I, like, I oh, oh, damn, that's maybe the voice. And so then I started practicing in that in the Skip Sheffield voice. And he go, what it do? And I started thinking, like, I wanted a catchphrase. And I, the land before time, the little dinosaur. And I, I, I just go, yep, yep, yep. What it do? And, I, and then so that, it just all started snowballing from there so i had enough with that right there i for promo day I, I i throw on a pair of 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 wrangler jeans some brown boots and uh that i'd never had worn that i'd had forever and uh and, and i went i went to to the saint petersburg super walmart i go to their dickies section the mexican like dickies section over there in the and in, in, in whatever and they had this this Rank this, I think it was a Wrangler cowboy hat, but it was or a Dickies cowboy hat. And uh yeah, I think it was a Dickies cowboy's hat, cowboy hat, but it just looked it didn't fit my head all that well. But it 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 felt like Skip Sheffield would have a hat that didn't fit exactly right. So I, I show up and I had this big metal chain I put on, and um I show up to promo class and, and Everybody's in there, like wondering, like what what is the character that I'm gonna debut for for Dusty in promo class, and 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 so I have my shirt off, 
and I get butter. I bring butter spray in with me. So I'm going into character in the back in front of everybody, like getting into character, like everybody. So everyone's kind of popping because I'm spraying all this butter spray all over me before it's even my turn. And I'm getting, I'm getting in like, I'm getting in the, in the, in the zone for this character that I'd never have done in front of anybody. And I go up there and I think, I don't know if it was like a 60 or 90 second promo. And, and I have a notebook of all the Skip Sheffield stuff and that along with a bunch of Ryback stuff. Um, Cause we used to like, I used to type everything out and be very diligent. And I, I talked about that on another episode that Dusty really, really helped with all of that and helped me. And uh, I remember I got a standing ovation that day and Dusty put it on, on TV right away and booked me very strong and very good uh, as a, as a comedy character though, that, a corn-fed meathead, happy-go-lucky, dumb football player, which there's some stuff with me and Titus doing, like, some football things. They had Titus O'Neill was brand new, and they had me do a little tag stuff with him early on to get him kind of in the mix. And then I went on and did all my solo stuff. And, and then he got me called up to, to NXT season one. Vince saw me and uh, in the ring, and, and Vince, Vince said, yeah, you're not going to be doing this, so I need you to get away from this, uh, but not right away but start getting away from this character. And he goes, you're going to make me millions of dollars just being yourself. And uh, so then I was really upset again, believe it or not, like upset. And like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know who I was yet because I was playing a character that was part of my, my personality, my comedy personality, but that was just my comedic side turned up. And, and then I'd lost, you know what I mean? And then, but then Nexus happened and I, I was able to be me being more more, I think, like the intense side of me, right? And not doing the comedy stuff. And then after the ankle injury, and then I, I just, that's where I really, I really found myself as a human being, I think. And I knew who I was prior, but I found myself on who I could be as a professional wrestler, which is, he eludes so many wrestling talents. It's the hardest thing, I think, to, to actually, and that's why I'm always grateful for the way things happen. And like now, I understand myself now a million times better than I even did when I was in WWE and had my success. I understand who Ryback is, is, is in, in so many other levels and, and with the hungry mindset and, and feed me more and, and making that, you know, and I had that before, but I never, it never, it never, it never had the, I didn't understand it to the degree that I understand it now. So that's who Skip Sheffield was. So the little bit of Skippy is, is, is my personality. Super chat, Ryan Woldridge. Woldridge. The last name always gives me trouble. Woldridge. Woldridge. Um, Ryback, what was uh, your first car that you bought? Uh, my parents, I'm very lucky that in high school, I was uh, fortunate enough, they, they, they bought me a Daewoo Lanos. Uh, they're out of business now. They make TVs. They decided to get into the car business at some point. Why? I don't think they were, it was not an overly expensive car, um, but it was, I was very grateful. It was a kind of like a Honda Accord, maybe, kind of how it looked. I didn't, it wasn't the hatchback. It was the regular trunk. But if you type in D-A-E-W-O-O, Daewoo, Lanos, L-A-N-O-S, uh, with the regular trunk, it was a silver gray uh, Daewoo Lanos. Maybe I'll post it on my IG story so everyone can go look at it. What I used to go, being old, big and jacked, go driving to the gym. And when I was younger, 
And uh, but it had a turbo. It was a four four cylinder. Had a turbo button. I tell you though, when I was in high school, and even a little past that, when I was on the freeway, I'd hit that turbo button. I felt like a big deal. I did. I would. I. I. It, you know. I look back. I. I chuckled to myself. But you know, me and that Dave Ulanos driving down the ninety five, going down to the strip to go meet up with my friends. I'd hit that turbo button, or I'd had had a had a date in the car, and I'd hit that turbo button, put that put a little heavy heavy foot on that gas, hear that engine rev. I was a real, real badass. <sighs> One say we got another super chat rolling in here today. JC1989, thank you for the super chat. Do you know if any of the enhancement talent you beat during your undefeated streak in 2012 ended, ended up having ended up Ending up, ended up having successful wrestling careers afterwards. Ended was giving me a lot of trouble there. I kept wanting to say ending up, but you had it correct. Ended up having successful wrestling careers afterwards. Uh, so, the well, obviously, and I didn't wrestle him, but Ricky Starks uh, from the bowling segment when I went heel and he was one of the locals that I bullied, I think by far he has turned out to be the most successful uh, out of everyone, but as far as, far as from your question, that undefeated streak uh, in 2012, which all those guys were so amazing, um, that worked with me on all of that. Uh, I don't know, and I know there's some of them that are, I believe are still working, but I and I, I I don't know. I haven't seen that, like as far as like on the big promotions. But they, that doesn't mean that they're not doing well on the independents or, or, or doing some other stuff. Um, and I'm sure a lot, some of them or a lot of them probably aren't working as much anymore, right? So, but I, I'm not aware. I, I don't know off the top of my head uh, who who would who would have the most success. And I, by that, I guess who who someone would be on TV, right? I guess that. But Ricky Starks is, is out of anyone that, that did the stuff. He he's coming to his own, and it's funny. I saw Ricky. He randomly was at my gym that I would not. I say my gym, one of the gyms I would go to, LVAC, my gym. And uh, but I live all the way out away from everything, and I don't know what he was doing here in town. This was years ago, and uh, he he had he was just doing independence, and and uh, and we just were talking. And I was shocked to see him. And uh, I just remember we were talking about burpees. And I was just saying, like, if you get really good at burpees, your conditioning, like, you could do anything as far as, like, it, it, will, it will greatly will help you. And I remember he just said he really, he really, really worked and did a lot of burpees. And, but he's, that was my, I just remember that because that was a conversation we had in the gym and seeing him. And, uh, yeah, man, he's he's, you know, he's on TV and he's, he's, had, he's coming to his own. He has his own, he, he, he's, He's he's doing really, really well. I'm very happy for him. He's a very nice guy. Uh, Ryan, that would be correct. So basically, Skip Sheffield was supposed to be like a goofy character. But Vince... Yeah, yeah, Vince did, but Vince didn't... Uh, hold on. These questions... But it was supposed to be a goofy character, but Vince didn't like the idea. And then you just had to be yourself when the Nexus formed in 2010. 
Yeah. And then that was, I was, so then I was starting to be, that was Nexus Skip Sheffield was essentially just Ryback. Um, but with the stupid name and I say stupid name and that, that was, you know, I, I don't think Skip Sheffield was a main event name, but I do believe if I would have not had like the ankle stuff, I think we probably would have just dropped the skip and just called me Sheffield. And, uh, that, I think that that's probably would have been because I just knowing how my brain works as well. And then you see how Vince and they go to the, the single names. I think that would have been the, the, the way out of the skip Sheffield. And, um, but again, <clears throat> everything I've always been protected. And even in a horrible situation like that, it came so much good came from it. Super, super chat. Fro man. 696 feed me more question when you get everything done and figured out what wrestling promotion do you think are more interested you are more interested in going to again i'm not gonna here's the problem guys and we live in a world so i'm not i'm just taking care of business i've been very transparent on the things that, that have gone on uh and the legal stuff is being worked out they know what they need to do and by they wwe they know what they need to do. All right. I'm not, and we live in a, in a, in a world though, where people, and you got like people with other dirt sheets and they try to do things and take things and, and they'll say, they, if you say one thing and they'll try to take it and make little things out of it, it's all going to work itself out. And, and I will end up where I end up. Right. And, but I got it. I'm not even looking at that until the settlement needs to be taken care of that, or I have to, the, the trademark, I'm going to win it. And that, I'm, I'm com completely committed on that right now while running my business and getting this all, all resolved. And they like, and I don't need to win the trademark, like I said, but I'm going to go all the way to the end and like, I will win it. And I'm, I'm beyond confident that, that we have more than enough to win it but that, but I don't need that trademark to wrestle as the big guy Ryback and have, I have feed me more. I have the big guy and I'm legally Ryback Reeves, but we, that they know what they need to do and there's stuff going on. They did. So and we'll leave it at that. And if they want me to stop talking, they know what they need to do for me to stop talking. I, it's so personal on so many levels for me. And I know a lot of people don't, you know, you got to understand the things that, that I've talked about and things that have been done. And I, uh, like, I, and I, I tell you guys, like, I don't care about, like, I don't care about my wrestling legacy. I know who and what I am. I know I am an absolutely outstanding pro wrestler, physical actor, entertainer. I have no doubt like in my, in my confidence in any of that, in my abilities with any of that. And that's why, and I, I keep myself in shape and I work harder now than when I was even wrestling to stay and to try to get myself to be my all time best when I do come back with that. And I'll just have to go out there and go do it. But I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not worried, man. And it's all going to take care of itself. That's why I say, don't listen to anyone. Don't believe anything. You know, it's like the people that, you know, I, I tell about the phone call that I got last week. And that people will try to say that you're 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 delusional, you're a liar. I just laugh. I'm just saying you guys don't even know. That's why people and you look at it throughout the history of the wrestling business. You guys think like I've done. All I've done is just tell the truth, told the truth on everything. There's so many other people that have done so much far worse with any of that. And at the end of the day, they know how much money I made them. So outside of that, other places don't know that, but they do, and they know what they did to stop all that. And it all is because of everything I've told you about. So. And it's funny the way injuries happen. People are gone. 
they look at their roster and they go, yeah. And this is a very real thing. And I just sit back and I smile because I don't care. I don't care. And until I go, you, you, you guys want to talk? We can take care of this. Then we could talk. Right? So, and I don't know it to anybody. I don't know it to the fans. I owe it to myself to take care of me because I'm the one that got myself better. 19 stem cell procedures with the five, you know, needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and the amount of hours I put in every single day and the amount of hate I've had to deal with and that I can just laugh at now from all the lies and all the BS and right. And people that don't understand what I'm sticking up and fighting for trying to get my social media free. Like I'll end up where I end up and I'll be in control and that's it. If not, I won't do it. And I don't care. Like that's, that's just my mindset. I'm so good. I'm so good. Like it is in life. And I'm so content and at peace. I want to do it. I love it. I have a great time doing it. I miss the adrenaline. There's definitely, you know, I miss, I do miss the good fans and the things of that nature, but I don't need it to, to live a, a satisfied, uh, happy, content life. Absolutely would love to wrestle Brock. He's on the list. Jason says, through it all, you remain confident and humble. I don't see any anxiety traits at all. Crazy thing is you're going up against a corporation, a mega one at that. Much respect, 100. Thank you. But I, you got You want to know what the tough part was? The tough part was wrestling there for my career and living that nightmare. I survived that with a positive attitude. And I think that, that, that to me was the toughest thing of working your whole career to get there and to get in a position and then realizing and learning later, like why the things that were going on because of all the legal stuff. And right. So I've survived the, the worst of it. Like this stuff is all I do is just tell the truth now. And I know, and I, they, they, they lie. And it's what, and that's what, once I saw that, and like the, the leaving and the, once I saw like what they were doing, like on the publishing things on, on different media things. And, and I go, Oh, this is, it was really, that was frustrating with that because it was so, it wasn't true. And then people have formed opinions off me based off of those and that it is what it is. But if, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am right now. I'm so untouchable on stuff. There's nothing anyone could say to me like on things now, like I've, cause I've had so much self-development and work on getting myself to such a strong place to where that stuff I, I'm untouchable from it. And just have a constant body armor and shield that where it doesn't it doesn't penetrate me. Whereas before, you're like angry because you want to do something about it, and you know you're hurt, you can't go wrestle, you're hurt like that, you know. And then all this stuff is happening, and you want you want people to see you, and you you work really hard to learn social media, and your accounts are being restricted. Oh, it could drive a person, you know, most people probably crazier to give up. I just always find a way to look at the positive and try to work harder in a different direction of what I can control. Doesn't mean I don't get angry or, or things or don't have anxiety at times. And, but I have always have a sense of control over myself. And, uh, but I appreciate it because it is, they are, it, they are a very large corporation. And, uh, but I've always, I believe, I've, I believe I've been put through what I've been put through because I'm the one that can handle it. And I think a lot of positive changes will, you know, come from it. I would love, you know, I would love to be able to, and I think about this often. I do believe in, in what I have to offer wrestling wise, but I do believe I, I, I can be very beneficial from a, a creative standpoint and, 
I'm of the kind of, of my mindset, like having a person like me around, I think is something, you know, like WWE will say, and as much as I think it would drive me crazy in a way, I do, you know, think it's important. They need more people around that are not afraid to speak up. And I'm not afraid to speak up on that. And like, and then in, it's <clears throat> because they need to build more stars. And, and it, I'm very keen living it like I lived it. It's very easy to see when they're going out of their way not to do that. And that people need to stand up and go, no, we're not going to do this. We need to, we need to, like Elias, Elias should not have lost lost his first pay-per-view against Kevin Owens. And I understand Kevin Owens needed a win after the Stone Cold thing. You know what you do? You don't book those two in a program to begin with because you need to know the outcome. And it, it, again, now if they're going to continue the program and, and he's going to get the win eventually, okay, maybe, maybe with that. But I think you have to know that going in. We see that. We've seen this all too often. Like a guy, you know, Ezekiel, I said Elias, but playing Ezekiel now. They, they they will they will do that and then they'll beat him and then they'll beat him again and they'll beat him again and they'll go oh, he's not getting over no he's not getting over because you're not letting him get wins and not to say everyone that wins is going to get over you have to gauge this you have to look at merchandise sales you have to look at crowd reactions you have to look at numbers and analytics analytics you have to look at the ratings are are, are his segments delivering are people tuning out consistently and you never just go by one you look over this over a period of time. And you try to find patterns with this stuff. And you have, and they have the, the, the ability to do this, right? Now, if everything's coming back negative and his segments every week, but that stuff needs to be related, relayed to that, that character, that talent, so they can maybe make some changes to try, you know what I mean? Instead of, but like oftentimes nothing's ever said or no, nothing makes sense. And a character is getting over or it is starting to catch on. And then they beat them a few times because they never really knew what they were going to do to begin with. And then he kind of falls out of the, 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 the focal point of what's going on. And then he's just another guy on the roster, doesn't really do anything. A year later, he's released. See it all the time with that. But that's where individual talents also have to be very keen and aware of, of the booking. And, but you got to, there's just, you got the way that things are run is upsetting. And that's where I think I'm just getting at, like, I, I do believe, you know, I wish things would be better and where I could can, could help on that end of things too, because it needs to be done with that. But it's not my problem. It's not my problem right now. I did like working with Kalisto. Kalisto is a very talented wrestler and it was a lot of fun to wrestle. Throw a super, super, super shell shock right there. Uh, yeah, I'm not in WWE, and I have no idea where Roman Reigns is right now. He's probably at home with his family. And I don't know if he still lives in Florida. But I know he used to live in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, But I, I, I don't know what he is doing or where he is at. He might be getting ice cream with his family right now. Maybe he's on a beach having, having a drink with his wife. I don't know. You know, I, I think it's a lot to be thinking about that. Like asking me, what do you, what's Roman Reigns doing? Where's he at right now? Could be at a Mexican restaurant, stuffing his face with burritos and chips and salsa. God, I wish I was there too. Super chat. 
Let's go ahead and throw another shell shock. Get that mark out of here. Bam. Sonny Lamont. Good to see you, my man. Yo, big guy. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. I've been busy. Uh, how's your health? You ready to get back in the ring? Uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling very good. You got a little more work to do. And uh, the main thing is, is getting this trademark settlement, whatever's going to, I need to get this wrapped up. I, I need to get that done, put behind me. Uh, and then we could focus on the future and moving forward with that. And in the meantime, I'm running the Ryback show. We've got the feeding time food reviews and feed me more nutrition morning tonight with all of that. So that's just kind of been the pattern. And then, you know, taking care of Sophie and little guy and training, training my ass off every day and uh, just, just really amping things up more every week. Today is my one day of total rest. I do my fast where I let my shoulder, I don't do any scar tissue work. I don't do my shoulder hangs and uh, and allow it to just calm down. And then tomorrow is a big cardio day and then uh, cardio and sauna day. And then the week starts going Monday. We're actually going to probably start going back to five days a week of, of weights because uh, I've been doing four to give my shoulder a little extra rest. But my, my masseuse, my massage therapist is back uh, next week as well. So, cause she's been, she's been, she had to stop working for a short period. And uh, so I, I haven't been able to see her who's helped me get to where I am. So we will continue our sessions on Saturday next week and, and just, just keep this thing moving in a positive direction. Uh. Yeah, I'm a big I, I like Bobby Lashley a lot. I, I think we just talked about that the last podcast. Uh hold on, let's see here. Good to see all of you. Hello, hello. Throw another shell shock at kill switch, get him out of here. Thank you for playing. Yes, I do know Bray Wyatt. I've, I've, yes, we'll just leave it at that. I do know Bray Wyatt. Really deep questions today. All right. I didn't realize this. Ajib Musan, you're going in timeout for just repeatedly. I answered a Bobby Lashley question. We're putting you in timeout. Let's go. No spamming the chat, even if it's with a, a decent question, but doing it over and over because you make it make it annoying. Uh, let's see. I do remember the match with Daniel Bryan and Kane against the Shield that was in Brooklyn uh, at Tables and Ladders, and was it TLC? Wait, what match was that? What it was that? Yeah, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think that was the one that was supposed to be me versus CM Punk um, in a TLC match, but he had already, he'd hurt his knee and he needed to have it scoped, which had nothing to do with me, but they used me as a, the, because we had the storyline. And I think that's where a lot of people too, they've used me multiple times in storylines for injuries. And that's where I, I remember I started getting a little bit of hate and I remember thinking like, man, these people are pretty, pretty ignorant. <laughs> Super chat. Josh Colin, good to see you. Thank you, my man. What do you think was the main reason why you clicked so much with the crowd in mid-2012? 
was it the was the catalyst your intensity in the ring? I don't. I, I think I've always been able to click with the crowd. I don't think it was just 2012. I think if you look, especially like live events, and it was always it, that. But that first year and a half was really really intense. Um, I think it's energy, and I think that can be relayed through your intensity. I, I believe it's through your confidence. And I believe it's just how you you conduct yourself. And uh, I think it's how I wrestle. I think I wrestle a very believable style. I think I think when people watch me that it looks like I hurt people badly. And I think people are drawn to that. And that's the where I always and I was taught very good on how to be intense and how to pull up and do things. And I think that plays a part with it. And I think everyone understands feed me more. I've always said the the basic, and I, I think, and I it was such a meaningful thing into changing my life and the hashtag hungry mindset and wanting more. And that like I think you could from babies to adults feed me more. Everyone understands that, whether you understand it in the in the the figurative or literal sense, like you understand it in some way, shape, or form. And in the, my in initially it was more competition. But for me, it's always it feed me more in life. I want more of everything. I want, you know, more health, wealth, love, just just balance everything. It's just always striving for more. That's the hungry mindset. And, you know, and it's and I think people understand that. I think people understand that. I think I missed a super chat here. <laughs> hey, Sophie, we're doing a show. She's a really good guard dog, a little Frenchie. You have disc disease. You're just, you don't even know how to bite. She would just lick somebody if they ever attempted. I would, I can't say it I'm on TikTok. Never mind. The, uh, what I would do. Uh, Javon, Javon Rhodes, thank you for the super chat. You and Punk is money. The history is there. I would buy the pay per view. Thank you very much. I, uh, I appreciate that. There is a story there. I'll find the other super chat, buddy. I think I saw the other one. Yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, cricket. We're going to go ahead and shell shot cricket out of here. Appreciate the uh, appreciate you coming in, cricket. Hold on, we got to get these comments back up. I don't know why the uh, the comments are not loading. There we go. We're back. Uh, let me see where I missed that other super chat. Ah, good question here. Sonny, good to see you again, buddy. Sonny Lamont. Your thoughts on the recent rise in gun violence? You know, I haven't looked at the statistics. Sophie, come here. Cool it off. Don't you stop. The um, so I think we have to have an understanding of is is there a rise in, in gun violence, or are we being just social media, or is the media focusing uh, on it more now? Granted with the, the, the Texas shooting and that's going to be covered regardless, but are they covering other ones a little more to, to kind of, you know what I mean? To start distracting people. 
And I'm not saying I do believe there is, there's obviously a problem. There always has been with that, with bad, and there's a bad people problem with that as well. I, I've been of the stance, and I talked about this on the, one of the feeding time videos a couple of weeks ago. You know, it would be great if we could truly get rid of every gun on the planet, right? It would be great, but there would be other weapons available for people. And, and, the, and the reality of the situation is, is you're never going to get rid of every gun on the planet. The next thing is, is do you trust your government? A lot of people don't trust the government anymore and the way that the world is working. And, uh, and I, I do believe that it is, and this is coming from someone who doesn't like guns. I have them and I got them for security and protection because if somebody has them and I don't have them, I'm at a disadvantage, right? Uh, I, I believe, like, I'm not, like, against, like, and I've seen, like, things, and I have an AR-15. I have one upstairs. I've got a 45, I've got a 22, uh, and I've got a shotgun. I, uh, the, with the, raising the age I've seen of the AR-15s to 21, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I don't think, I don't, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I don't think, because that's not taking away guns from anybody else. But I think there's, I don't think that solves the problem of, of people still doing what they're doing. I think, could it maybe have a, a little bit of an impact? Absolutely. But I think these people that we, we see, the, my thing is with the school shootings with kids, these people are going in there to these schools because they know that there's nobody in there that's going to stop them, Right. And so I believe if because you got to put yourself in the mind of these people, why are they going into these places where people they, they you know the, the the one the the Buffalo one right? They went into a place where they have strict gun laws and new people didn't have. So you got to look at stuff from a security standpoint. Is you know if somebody's gonna not to say that they still won't go attempt it, but the odds of them being shut down are, are, are far greater if other people are equipped. And, and trained and, and, and are caring. It, but again, and that can create other problems as well, but we're looking at it. It's a very difficult thing. And at the end of the day, though, I just say, are we going to get rid of all the guns on the planet? On the planet? And or, or if we do say, are we going to get rid of all the guns in the United States? The answer is no on that. And then you got to look at other countries that have, have weapons. Now, are we at, at risk and a disadvantage if for whatever reason, something were to happen at some point in time? And we are not armed, right? I don't know. I just look at things. I just think it, the world's a crazy place. And from the beginning of time, evil has existed. Um, and, and people will find a way to to, to, to do evil at, at, at any cost, regardless of, of what is available. Um, but I do think that it has to be, you know, each individual school, I think there needs to be something. And that comes to the, the schools, you know, in, in trying to find, you know, retired veterans or, or people. And, and maybe and they're just, we're parents. I know a lot of people that are that don't work, that people, they, they have no problem that they would, you know, creating a program where there are people essentially monitoring the school at all times. And in that it, 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 you talk about this and it can seem like it's like, oh my God, that seems like that'd be really complicated. I don't think it would be overly complicated if, if there was a program put in place or implemented and in each school and you try to just start taking steps to that. But it, it's, 
I don't know the actual statistics if like guns violence is on the rise or if we are just seeing it in the media a little more right now. Obviously, and you know, you look back to the to the school shootings; those have happened how many times now? So that's nothing new. This was just, but this was the worst one in, in quite some time. I think you got to look at. This is where I tell you guys we've been putting band aids on everything for too long. You know, we've got a prescription medication problem with big pharma putting kids on on pharmaceuticals. I know, I know, I know people that they're all messed up mentally that are on all these like prescribed drugs and they're, they are, they are a complete mess. And so that's a real, like, that's a problem. So, but we are living this now and that stuff was going on. This all started far. This isn't just recent. This has been going on now. That's why you see the crazy Karens out there. They're the women's that are hooked on these prescription drugs and they're drinking also. And you see, you ever notice, you see somebody go, how could they act? that crazy it's because of that stuff and then you on top of that you do just have people that are crazy too in general but you're seeing like this weird stuff you know you look at the food the food how people eat eating more junk eating eating processed foods messes with people's moods on top of prescription drugs on top of living in a day and age where everything is connected and you have social media and you have kids that are bullying other kids people we all get look at the, you know, everybody's fair game on this, but can you imagine being a kid in in middle school or elementary school or high school? And before, like when I grew up, if something was going on, only that certain amount of people would know about it in the school. That was it. Other schools wouldn't know about it, not other people, not your family members, right? And so, like, there's all this other stuff that has changed in in, in where the, you're dealing with problems that that didn't exist before at a much higher level on top of the things I just mentioned and it creates just chaos. And there's, it's that like I'm saying, you can get rid of all the guns. It's not going to solve anything. It's not like people will find another way. It's going to, and they'll, they'll do things in other ways. And, you know, people have vehicles. You could easily, people we see do a lot of damage and, and do damage with vehicles. Right. Are we gonna are we gonna get rid of every vehicle? Can't, right? So that's where it's like it's I like I I and I understand and like if you're if you're a parent of a, a kid or somebody that's a victim in one of those situations, you're gonna be much angrier and you might be very pro. We need to get rid of, of guns, but but at the end of the day, you're gonna go well. But like, it's not gonna bring them back. And it's not going to solve the problem entirely. And it's going to open up a whole other can of other problems. So it's like security to me is where I wish we could take more proactive steps in having armed security in more public places of, you know, I wish every gym had had a security, armed security in, in metal detectors. I think about this, like, you know, it, but that it, it costs a lot of money and businesses, most businesses can't afford that. So it's like, What's the solution? It's just, you know, it, it hopefully people open carry and people, if someone bad does choose to do that, there's someone good that is there that can stop that. But I, I man, it, it's, it's not an easy conversation and, and nobody's wrong necessarily on their intentions of what they want. It's just, you have to look at things realistically in, in that sort of sense. And, and like I said, you're never going to, you ban guns, there's going to be a lot of bad people with guns still.
and get, they can make guns illegally and they can go do the damage they need to do. And it ain't going to, you know what I mean? It's not going to go away. It's just going to take all the guns away from the good people with that. So it, it's, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. It's a tough conversation. And, you know, that, I just say we got to try to keep a positive mindset, protect our energy and, and we and try to have good thoughts and, and believe that we're never going to find ourselves in a particular situation like that. Um, and, and, and try to just be grateful for every day and, and protect our, our, our environment and surroundings and, uh, and take care of our families and, and be consciously aware that no matter where we go, that you, you, you don't want to, you don't want to drive yourself crazy with anything, but be just consciously aware that anytime we choose to go out in public, we aren't in our homes anymore and, and you never know who you're going to encounter, right? So I think if more people are just aware of that, whether you're going out for lunch, that, that we live in a, in a, in a world that, that can be chaotic. And at least you're, you're being more aware of your surroundings that if, if something is to happen, you are able to catch it and see it. You're right, and it's not to say that's going to solve anything, but at least be more aware. But yeah. Good to see all of you. Thank you. Uh, India, we're going to go ahead and let me see here. Yeah, I make guns more strict to get them. I, I do agree. I do agree that they think that the there are steps that can be taken uh, to make them more difficult. But again, like I said, the problems that we just talked about with some people, you know, they, they may be able to get one in, in five years down the road. You know, a lot of a lot can change. I think, too, having periodic checks is something. Uh, to, to periodic mental health checks for gun owner, owners. I don't think that's a bad thing. Right? Every, every what? Every couple of years, two years, every year. That maybe every year would probably be the most sensible thing is that there's just has to be, you have to go in person and there has to be some sort of protocol, right? And that, that these people in the, are trained and if they are, are see maybe something that could be alerting, they have to, they have to take action at least of, of to, to, to investigate the individual further, right? I don't know. I don't know, but it definitely, I think, not against that brother i don't hate you i just don't care about you and i just wish you would just go away forever that's all you've been you've been blocked again i think it's just crazy how obsessive some people are Uh, Javon Rhodes, thank you for the super chat. As a man, I have a right and obligation to protect my family. Guns are not bad. No respect to people that decides to commit uh, heinous acts with them. Yeah, I agree with you. I understand. I'm, I understand completely. I'm with you on that. And it's 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 not an easy. There's no. I don't think anybody is. It, it's it's it depends on what side of the thing you're on, right? And it's. But I, I don't think getting rid of them, taking away from good people is, is, the, is the solution. I'm with you on that. Uh, 
And, you know, and we, and just to give another example, you know, and, and say that they, they tried to do that, we have to give up all of our, our guns. And then say somebody breaks into our house and they illegally have one. And now we don't. Right? That's a very realistic thing that, that will happen to many people. It's crazy. So, and then it, it's just, I, I don't I don't see it ever happening here. I think that's one thing Americans are, are going to come together and be extremely passionate about it, it, where that will not happen. But I do think making things a little tougher for, for people or, or more frequent checks, there has to be some sort of solution in that in some way, shape or form. Good to see you, Walter Double W in the house. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, the low blow was meant to protect me of that. Um, it, it, it definitely, it, it definitely, it, it was good and bad. It would have been, it would have been good had we followed through and I ended up winning the championship. And if you notice that when I turned on, on Cena, what people thought when it looked like um, I actually got cheered even more when that was supposed to be the big heel turn on Cena, I just think it was, I already knew what was going on and it, it was, and it had been in the works for, for some time. So um, we've talked about that. I, I just don't care to talk about it anymore because it, it's just been talked about. It's like beating a dead horse with it, right? So it's, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, Raven says there'll be a black market for guns. Absolutely, I agree with you. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you guys in here in the chat today. I've not had Jollibee fast food. Yeah, prices are going up, though, on everything that we've seen. Gas, groceries. My groceries have gone up probably $100 for what I buy from what used to cost about a hundred dollars less is a hundred dollars more. So, um, and then gas, obviously it continues to go up and, uh, you know, I, I do, I, you know, I'm fine, but I, I look around at like people with families and I was just talking to someone, a friend, she was saying her rent, uh, and I know this is going on in a lot of apartments, people's their, their price gouging. They're, it's really bad. Apartment rent has at one place went from nine something a couple of years ago or a year and a half, a year, maybe a year. It's now like 1600 for the same place. And they keep raising it every like short. So like, even if you sign a six month or, or a year lease, they just keep raising them and raising them and raising them, uh, which I think should be illegal. I don't, there has to be some sort of protection for people, their families and apartments and like, 
even people renting that you can't just raise the rate just whenever you feel like it, like you're out. You know, that's a very scary thing. I just saw somebody, I, I live in a very nice neighborhood, you know, homes, homes range five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand up to a million in the area, right? And I just saw somebody getting uh their car repoed the other day. I go, geez, very nice home. And I uh I just it's crazy with the times we're living in with all of this, what's going on. And I and I really hope things stabilize and we're able to to start things are able to start correcting themselves, but it, it's pretty scary that it hasn't, it, it seems to be getting worse. I went ahead and blocked you, Sammy. I, I don't, I don't appreciate you just asking questions over and over. I have been to Venice beach. Yes. That's where WWE tough enough took place. It was on Venice beach. the tryouts for it. I miss you guys too. Thank you very much. I work for a collection agency and business is never better for us, but sadly that means most people are hurting. Yeah. I actually, I know a woman that works in collections and billing and, uh, and things and was, was saying something similar as well. It's, uh, just absolutely, it's pretty crazy with times that we, we live in. And I, it makes me want to sometimes move. I just sell and get away and just be out in the middle of nowhere. I talk about that often, I feel like. But at the same time, I do love Las Vegas. And I was born here. And I do love it. But it's uh, it, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it's, I'm optimistic everything's going to, at some point, get better. But at the same time, there's a chance that it doesn't. So, Ryback all the way, as far as that's who, it's me, man. Ryback is me. Skip was fun, but Ryback is, is fully, it, it, I just enjoy much more true to, to me. Hello, hello. Uh, I was not, I didn't have my dogs when I was in WWE. We, I had, my girlfriend had her dog and, and then we got another one towards the end and she would watch them when I was on the road, um, with that. And, and that was, and she, we lived together for, for a good period of time. So, but it would be much more, you know, Difficult. You have to have somebody able to watch the dogs. When if you're if you have dogs, you can't be gone wrestling for four or five days a week, or gone for weeks at a time. And right, so you, that has to all be be figured out. Uh, Judah, get out of here with the religious BS, man. I'm just so sick of it. No, brother, get out of here. People have been saying that forever. I'm not, it's, I'm not even going to get into that. Just, just save your opinion and, and don't put it here. You say pray, like he's like, 
you're the God is like, it's just so silly how religion, the, the whole concept of it. Sophie and little guy do have, they are, they eat, no, they eat ground processed, you know, food processor, chicken and turkey with vegetables. And then they get a mixture of brown and, and black rice with pinto beans every morning with that food that is in a processor and we bag it up really good. And uh, we're going to go ahead and throw another quick block. And then they get that every morning. And then they get some fruit as well. They, they are heavily, they are more plant-based. And they, they eat fruits and vegetables throughout the day. And a little bit of chicken too. Um, and then and then they get their greenie every morning after their food. And they eat very, they eat better than most people. <laughs> they, they, they do well. Hello, hello. Let's see. Let's end the show. Do we have a good TikTok? You're my little bro's favorite wrestler. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, buddy. I will say this. I've noticed, and this happens on Twitter a lot. And I, I this, I, I love interacting with people, but I feel like people just constantly just want to keep like you. You say hello to somebody, and then. And, and then they, they, they will like always ask for a follow. I'm not trying to follow everybody. I unfollow, like I'm, I'm trying to get my followers down on Twitter, but I always see that they, if you, if, if, if like, it doesn't matter what it is, like, Hey, can you follow me back? I'm like, I don't, I don't know you. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to see people on my page. And that's not nothing against you. Like, I just, I'm not trying to have this one of me and a lot of other people, right? Like I try to not only follow people that I genuinely actually know with that. Hello, hello. What Ryan Woldridge will end the show with one more question. We get this look what I feel like pretty regularly. Ryback, have you thought about fighting in MMA? No. Not even never has been a thing. And I am a pro wrestler, a physical actor, and I run a business. And I think that is uh I do the training and I look forward to doing the training more with that. And I think everyone, I think the, the MMA training is very beneficial. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I love it with that but it's um i don't i don't see i i have i'm making money i'm you know what i mean and i've, I've worked my whole life i understand and and, and i'm very good at pro wrestling and what is physical acting and it's the toughest job in the world that i don't ever like i'm so secure with myself too like i'm not like i don't feel like the need to go prove anything on that like i'm not not compelled to at all with that and i don't think it would be like the people that do it get out of it, like you know, it, it is brain damage. Do you think that's worth it to go to go do that and then you live your life like a vegetable, like the majority of them? I think it's a horrible way to, to have to earn a living. But I understand why people do it. It is fun and exciting. I love watching all the fights with it. But it's a very, you know, dangerous way to earn a living with that. And you know, if you're young and you don't have any other way to earn a living, and you and you get do it, and you are good at it you know, that's a more viable option for, for people. But even then it's just, you see for every person you see that makes it in that thousands and thousands and thousands that you never hear of that don't make anything that end up hurting with nothing. So it's, you know, all right, guys, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. 
I've got to continue on with this fast, get some work done, and uh, enjoy enjoy my day off. But it's been a pleasure as always. Make sure you check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. We'll throw in that sweet plug uh, to end the show here when we're when we're all done with everything. And uh, appreciate everyone streaming on Instagram and TikTok, joining in the live stream. Uh, swing over to uh, Ryback TV and subscribe and turn on notifications, guys. Let's keep growing everything here. And uh, until next time, stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.